listening to the What If Podcast with Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Copperud. Fuck yeah, aliens are real. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Andrew B. <laughs> Our guy Andy recorded some voiceover for us. Fuck nice. yeah, aliens are real. <laughs> Nice, I love it. Nice job, man. Oh it, man! It, you know, we we had we've had mixed responses to uh, yes, British lady, no, British lady, yes, theme song, no, theme song. But what we didn't have a mixed response to internally on the podcast was when that dude sent us that. We were like, yeah, Wait, that's it. that's gonna, that's going to open the show this Going week. on the show. Um, so yeah, if if you also <laughs> want to be a part of the What If podcast, we were talking earlier. It's got to be like pretty funny. And pretty well recorded, or like really, really funny and kind of shittily recorded, or really well recorded and not necessarily that funny. I mean, we can do that here. We do that every week. We sound good saying stupid shit all the time. I'm just saying, like British lady is well recorded but not very mm. funny. Mm. So. She's pretty low on both of those, honestly. I think well, the more I think about it, I think she's got to go. Look, ch- challenge delivered to the to the listeners. Also, though. if you were the one person who I think tweeted at us and said that British lady needs to stay because she's some famous person, but then oh, didn't respond didn't when I asked who it, who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, please respond. Yeah. <laughs> if, we, if we've had a celebrity, a, a British celebrity doing our drop this entire time, I'd like to know who. Right, that would be tight. That'd be very tight. Uh, we're talking about weird stuff, weird sounds. What if you, oh, no, we're going to do it this time. What if you heard something strange? What if you heard something strange? There, we did Something it. very, very strange. Which, which one do you want to start with? Me, got- me, 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 me. Um, I don't know. I'd actually, we literally, so. Yeah, no, zero, zero coordination on this one. If, if We're just you, going. If you guys, uh, if you guys haven't noticed, sometimes Spencer and I don't actually coordinate the stories that we prepare. We just what? prep the topic. Um, Nobody cares. <laughs> Yes, they do. <laughs> they do care. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Sorry. Oh, that's good. You got you got affirmative and negative, depending on what you need to do. And an uncertain. Uh-oh. <laughs> right down the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, undecided. Um, okay, k- so kick we'll, us off, man. We'll start with the Forest Grove sound. Bushwa. Because I bet you haven't heard about that one. Wait, let's do really quickly... Why... So you were originally the one to pitch this idea. How... How did weird sounds come into your world slash why did you want to do this episode? That's a big question for me, my guy. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> You've been making weird sounds since you were like 12. Because uh, they're mysterious and like not... We talked about something... We talked about cows being slaughtered last week. We needed something lighter. It's true. It's true. It's mysterious, but it's not threatening. And it, it conveys <laughs> well over, over podcast form. There's that. Because, you know, audio and such. Also, this one will probably be more fun if you have headphones. Because we're going to play some things that won't register on your laptop or phone speakers, most likely. Mm. Yeah. So if you want to hear the really low spooky stuff, throw on some headphones. Um, yeah, or word. your car will probably handle it. That's true. Um, word. Cool. Yeah, there's surprisingly a much more vast amount of documentation of fucking really weird sounds yeah. in the world. Especially now that everyone can record imagined. sounds all the time wherever they go. That's true. It also has given rise to a shitload of what's very obviously hoaxed and or fake audio and yeah, sounds. who cares? Those are fun too. That's true. I suppose we're probably going to talk about some that we know <laughs> are not absolutely. real as well. Let's start with this one. Okay. This is the, uh, the forest grove sound. We'll get into what it is after you hear how weird it is.
Ryan's going deaf, so I'm going to stop it. Ugh. Yeah, that one's kind of rough if you have it loud. Uh, the forest <laughs> grove should've, sound. We should have warned somebody. Well, a little bit. it's only for us. I mean, it'll sound great by the time you guys hear it. That's I'm, true. <laughs> it, we're just deaf now. Sorry. In February 2016. What are the other sounds we're playing? Lance, can you hear me? His head fell off. <laughs> and my ears <laughs> fell out. In February of 2016, that noise that you just heard was heard at night repeatedly in Forest Grove, Oregon. Uh, and no one could figure out where it was coming from. Okay. And that was, that's how loud it was. That was just a cell phone recording of somebody taking video of their backyard. And that's how loud it was. So it was pretty fucking loud. Uh, it, it caught on after somebody shared that video on Facebook and then it got picked up by some local news stations. No one ever figured out what it was. The, uh, they described it as being, well, I mean, you guys heard it, but they described it as being akin to a one note violin solo broadcast over a microphone with nonstop feedback. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. Uh, or a mechanical scream. It usually lasted anywhere from about 10 seconds to several minutes at a time. Whoa. The fire department of all departments investigated and did not consider the sound to be a safety risk. As in... Because the sound wasn't on fire? <laughs> Fucking thanks, guys. Didn't, didn't know that was part of your duty. Um, it occurred... We, we've got a sound. Uh, let's call the fire department. Hey, uh, I heard there was a sound here. Uh, yes, sir, if you listen quickly. Is the sound on fire? Well, no, sir, a sound can't be on fire. Have a good day. It's fucking weird. My mistake. <laughs> However. I am still deaf. <laughs> they determined that the sound was coming from an area near Gales Creek Road, but they could never determine the exact location of it, nor the uh, source of the sound. It's almost reminiscent of a high-pitched train whistle almost. Yeah, no train tracks nearby. Like a woo. Like, it's got that kind of, uh... That's only in the morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> you did the exact, like, the whistles go, woo, <laughs> bub rub, or whatever that guy's oh, name was. Oh, man, we should have pulled that audio and, and for this Will episode Sis. big time. Yeah, yeah, you know, you guys are familiar. Go go YouTuber. I don't know if everybody is. You played it for me for the first time. Anyway, it, but it does. It has a very high-pitched train whistle sound to it. But it does. It gets kind of like mechanical and awful at the end. Yeah. Were there multiple reports of this? Oh, or yeah. Just the, okay. Yeah. It happened for like a couple of weeks and then people stopped hearing it. And the public works department looked at it after the fire department determined that it was not coming from a fire. And they also couldn't figure out what it was. That seems slightly more uh, relevant. Yeah. Because it could be like, a, I mean, I guess maybe it's like a pipe that's, I don't know. Like it could be a steam related sound yeah. or some sort of it does sound metallic or like a mechanical grinding kind of sound right, almost right um if you're not familiar with Sam, city residents have been told <laughs> noise is perfectly legal so tomorrow they search for whistle tips oakland news yeah the, the whistles go woo! anybody <laughs> that's the part i was looking there for. there we go so uh, yeah the uh that's the the weird organ forest grove sound just, just nothing. Then that was it. Yeah, it stopped. No it, resolution. It stopped happening, and before they could figure out what was causing it, and then people gave up. That is sort of one of the things about the uh, this topic. I noticed the more that we, um, the more that I dug into it this week, is like there's a lot of theories around what some of this stuff is, but I would say the vast majority of them are just sort of unresolved. Well, how would you gather actual information about that? All about, you have to go on is that you can hear this weird sound. 
Well, so then what? Yeah, but I mean, sounds generally have a source, so you can generally try to track down a source of a sound, especially. That's if it's, the thing with a lot of these is like there's not. It seems to be coming from all or many directions. Yeah, but I mean, we know that like that's not how sound works, which is why it's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, obviously, if they could pinpoint the location of it, they would have in the three weeks that it was happening. Well, I'm just. But that's why it's right. mysterious because right. they couldn't. Right, and I guess maybe that's also part of it too. Is for the most part, the vast majority of these are somewhat temporary in nature, like or intermittent, or, intermittent, or, yeah. or except for the hum. The hum. Well, even the hum is intermittent, though. Should we talk about the hum? Depending on who you ask. Yeah, sure. I guess we started to, so we might as well we keep going. We said the hum. We should further the hum. You want to uh, take that one? You got some hum information? In New Scientist magazine on December 13th of 1979, uh, this, uh, this writer, Steve Wilson, writes an article <laughs> with a very phenomenally British, like, uh, editorial cartoon attached to it with like a giant buzzing fly and a guy with a newspaper like trying to wave the fly away from him as if signifying the humming sound I guess oh, was I the it. attempt I get it that's, uh, that's clever yeah sort of. sort of the title of the article is mystery of people who hear the hum is this specifically the Bristol hum or just well uh, some other British hum hang tight Okay. The sub the subtitle is All Over Britain There Are Otherwise Perfectly Ordinary People Whose Lives Are Disrupted by a Strange Phenomenon, the Hum. They hear the sound all the time and find escape from it impossible. What da, da, da. is it? And uh basically proceeds to be I think this new scientist article is like the first real documentation of this. This hum. When is this article from? 1979, or maybe yeah, the okay. first most popular. That was the, um, the first round of hums in the UK. Yep. Um, he says uh, sources of environmental noise these days are too familiar airports, road traffic, industry, and so on. And the noise involved is usually loud and fairly high pitched. But in the past few years, it has become clear that people often complain about a very low frequency noise below 100 hertz which not only has no clear source, but also causes a degree of annoyance not related to loudness, which is an interesting way to phrase that. I, this might be a good time to interject just a little bit about sound and frequencies and sound waves. Yeah, which, take it away, because... Well, just because we're going to talk about a lot of very low frequencies, uh, the most people can hear between 20 hertz at the lowest end and about 20 up to 20,000 hertz on the highest end. So 100 hertz is very low near the bottom of what humans can hear. And anything under 20 hertz would be inaudible, but at loud volumes could possibly be felt as vibration. Got it. Got it. So 100 hertz would be super low on the scale, but audible. Yes. Or, or likely audible, depending on how good your hearing is. You, you would have some serious hearing damage if you couldn't hear 100 hertz. This is, I actually pulled uh, 52 hertz specifically because we're going to talk about a whale that speaks at 52 hertz later. Type. So this is 52 hertz.
If you're listening on your phone or your laptop, you probably just heard three seconds of silence. If you have headphones in, you heard a like a sub bass kind of sound. Yeah. Uh, so a hundred is considerably higher, like twice as high as that. Got it. So you'd be able to hear it, but it's low. Got it. Got it. Um. Yeah. So so Steve Wilson starts to basically walk through. Uh, people in Bristol and around Britain who hear this hum and people describe it in a lot of different ways. They say, uh, they talk about it being like a lorry, a lorry turning over or idling. A lorry uh, being a, a taxi a, cab. A, no, a lorry is a truck, bro. A truck. Yeah. I thought it was like a truck or a car or any kind of no, car. A, a lorry is like a semi. Oh, my bad. Sorry, sorry, British friends. Disappointing. Disappointing. You were just there, man. I, I was, but I didn't hear anyone use the word lorry. I'm sorry about how bad my accent was, and I'm sorry that I didn't know exactly <laughs> what a lorry was. They describe it as like a like a diesel, like a big diesel engine idling. Yes, but some people have slightly different but versions of away. it that say, um, like they say that. Uh, it can have a throbbing effect more than like a rumbling effect as well. I have well. A, a recording of, or a recreation of what people say it sounds like. If Please, you'd like I heard it. a few in my uh, my hunt. This one is much lower even than what I just played. And so if you're listening on something without bass response, you're just going to hear some static, but there's some really low stuff underneath it. It sounds something like... Something like that. Do you hear the bass stuff under there? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's it would be like if you had uh, something mechanical running in the background. It's like just a low, droning, rumbly kind of sound. Yeah, totally. Which I thought was sort of interesting because one of the explanations for a lot of these sounds is that people just have tinnitus, ringing of the ears. Yeah. Which... I don't think is ever people never describe hearing really really low ringing right With isn't it tinnitus, all, almost always high pitched sounds that's the way that I've personally understood tinnitus but I I have heard the same thing that that it can be tinnitus or a combination of tinnitus plus some of uh well here let me let me keep going with the hum and then yeah, we'll sorry. get to potential no it's fine and then we'll keep and then we'll get to cuz cuz people have postured a bunch of explanations for this um so, but this is one of the first, I guess, popular documentations of people hearing this fucking weird throbbing, mystery humming, mystery sound. Um, so fast forward 30 years, uh, Dr. Glenn McPherson starts the HUM project uh, in 2012 to account for and map the number of people who have heard or continue to hear uh, the HUM. He creates this website. You can actually go to it right now if you're in a safe place to visit a website, not in your car while driving. Oh, right. Uh, Thehum.info is a... Nailed it is a web address. <laughs> is a very... I'd um, like info about the hum. Where should I go? I would like the hum info. <laughs> it's, uh, it's super rudimentary, if you can imagine, but the actual project is pretty interesting. Basically... Which your GeoCities looking ass website. Yeah, it's super GeoCities looking. Um, but Glenn McPherson uh, lectured at the University of British Columbia for 16 years, and he puts together this website where you can go in and submit your information about your personal experience with the hum. And not only can you submit it, 
but you can look at both a physical map and a Google data spreadsheet that breaks down individual submissions of people who have heard it and how they have heard it. So you can actually go into this Google fusion table and you can go all over the world and look for high density reports of a similar humming sound. Dude, and there's, there's one reported uh, four blocks from our studio. Is there really? Yeah. I'm not going to say where because <laughs> that would be too specific. Oh, um, wow. And you can, you can read the actual description from the point on the map. That's what you just said, isn't it? It is. I was too busy looking at this map. <laughs> looking at the map and then itself? when I said it out loud, I realized I had just heard that. <laughs> you were told something that was phenomenally interesting. Um, yeah, so so what... what um, I spaced on his name already. Glenn, Dr. Glenn McPherson asks for, if you go to the hum.info to submit your experience with hums or the hum, is he wants to know when is the sound the loudest at a, night? A personal description of the sound. Low rumbling, like a truck idling. <laughs> uh, I'll read. I'll read a specific one. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm reading the one from three blocks away. Oh, you have it. Okay. Yeah. Does the sound ever stop? I only notice at night in a particular room in the house. Well, there's your answer, lady. It kept me awake, but I doze off eventually. I never heard it during the day. Does it ever pulse or throb? No answer. Where is it the loudest? In my house on the main floor. Have you tried tracking down the source of the noise? With some effort. It, that was a, <laughs> that's a multiple choice. No effort, with effort, with great effort, or with little oh, effort. Got it. Uh, when did you start hearing it? 2010. Can you provide a precise date when you first noticed it? No. In which ear is the sound the strongest? Equally in both ears. Uh, does... Oh, what is this actual question? Does your home have a smart meter? That's the one. No. I don't uh, know. What's a smart meter? I think it's a, uh, like a, um, nope, don't know. Gonna look it up. <laughs> it's a good, good try though. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought it was two, potentially two separate things and then I was like, not going to guess cause I'm going to sound like an asshole if I try. That's what um, we do here. Please list any unusual geographic, geological, or other features in your area. None. I'm located near the What If podcast. <laughs> and they're fucking weird as balls. So I don't know. They're what blasting about? 52 hertz out of their studio. Uh, they ask whether you're left or right-handed, which left. is a weird question. Uh, your gender, your Female. age. 61. Uh, any medical complaints that you've experienced? Sleep uh, disturbances. Because of the hum. Um, and then they ask you to list any other cities or locations where you may have also heard the hum. None listed. Uh, do you have, <laughs> if you haven't realized how fucking comprehensive this is, do you have any medical issues with your hearing? No. Did we forget anything? Do you have any other information or details for the project? I moved my sleeping to the second floor, so I'm not disturbed by the sound anymore, so I don't know if it's still present. Oh, damn. Lady, you never go downstairs in your say, house? You've been upstairs since 2010? That ended it. That ended it. <laughs> I have used a pulley system to haul my groceries <laughs> up to the second floor window. I have a funnel. My friends throw my mail through my window to me. <laughs> Uh, if you have matched the hum frequency using a tone generator, the frequency is between... No. <laughs> That's how she answered. No, it is not between anything. Uh, and what direction does the hum seem to come from? Um, she doesn't say. 
So it's a pretty comprehensive set of questions related to people who have had a specific experience, sought out this website, and then entered it. Now, you might think, wow, a few hundred crazy people talking about hearing a humming are probably a few hundred crazy people. But since 2012, this database now has over 16,000 submissions of people around the world who have answered this set of questions together. There's one pretty close to your house, too. Watch out. Is there really? Yep. What's, give me any, <laughs> any interesting oh. things there. Um, Don't tell them where I live. <laughs> right. Very low, persistent hum with some occasional waves or pulses of increased intensity. Heard at night. Um, louder in the right ear. This person's home does have a smart meter, whatever that is. Please hold. He's, her, he's had ear discomfort and sleep disturbances. Uh, this dummy d- listed his direct or his uh, exact address, even though it specifically says not to. And it comes <laughs> from the West. Smart meters are electronic devices that record consumption of electrical energy in intervals of an hour or less and communicates information at least daily back to a utility for both monitoring and building. building oh, so somebody me. doesn't have to come out and check your meter. It's transmitted somehow? I would imagine yes. Got it. And I would also guess that... Um, I would also guess that there is a um, a connection to people who own smart meters... Well, I would assume so since they're asking about it. Right. And so they're probably going like, <laughs> you hearing a humming? Yeah. You have a smart meter? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Hmm. Um, none, none in Cuba, even though people were blasting sound waves into people's heads in Cuba. Well, you're also, you're also reliant on a lot of things to be able to use this website. So, so. if you want to be safe, you guys can move to Cuba or Chad. Cameroon is safe. Madagascar is safe. Well, I mean, as is Mongolia. Define safe because the other free free of hums. Well, free of hums in that people have not found this website and accessed the internet (laughs) and then submitted their no humming in Papua New Guinea. (laughs) Um, so I was curious, right? I was like, sixteen thousand people. That's a shitload of people. I mean, Correct. that's a shitload of people for the internet to, uh, for people to just voluntarily go seek this out and fill out yeah, an online like, form. With that first lady, it's her fridge, you know? Maybe, yeah. It's only happening in one room of my house. Well, then, lady. Then look around your room. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. But but that's the not, I would say that's not most of them. I don't know. Did you read all 16,000? I didn't read all 16,000, <laughs> but I feel like I read enough of them to realize that people... People, like most decent and sane human beings are able to look around and go like, what, where when is this coming from? I go outside at night in my backyard near the large tree, there's a growling noise. Yeah. Sounds something like a cougar. Right. <laughs> like dog, have you looked up? Maybe you have a cougar in your tree. Like most people are able to accomplish that simply uh, enough. Glenn, uh, Glenn, Dr. Glenn, Dr. Glenn himself, uh, he said that... So he started this project, obviously, because he was having this experience. Uh, and he actually cut off the power to his entire home for an oh, evening. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say he cut off his ears. That's way better. Oh, no, Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, no, Jesus. No. Um, no, he cut off the power to his entire home for his an evening. His head fell off. <laughs> his ears fell out. Um, so that he could examine uh, whether or not that was, in fact, the case. Like... 
Do I have a weird fucking lamp or a speaker or a appliance or nope, something? Nope, just a weird brain. Sorry, Glenn. Well. Weird ears. Um, what if you had weird ears? So, I guess we finally got there. There it is. That's what we'll use. <laughs> um, so I went on Twitter and I was like, I wonder if I searched hear a hum. Oh, yeah. If you H- just do we do? go to all tweets, there's, I mean, it's not all I'm of disturbed. them. <laughs> I don't know why I decided to do this. It's not all of them, but it is what a. Got? Hip, you got a few good ones. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, well, come on, bro! You I, can't I read tease it for myself. Then, well, yeah, but share with the class, my guy. Okay, all right. Well, please hold. Talk. Well, tell look, me. if you're not prepared to do the research, Brian, why make the statement in the first place? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I did the fucking research. Um, the fr- uh, no, that's not how you spell any of those things. Nice job, bud. You misspelled the hum. The funny thing is most, uh, I just, I misspelled here and then I combined a hum into one thing. Uh, the funny thing is, um, apparently in the UK people say, people spell hmm as H-U-M, hum. Hmm, like I'm confused or don't understand something? Uh, Like what we would spell H-M-M Exactly, like a thinking sound. Well, can't you just delete the the Brits from your Twitter? No. Oh. Why would we want to? Well, for this, these purposes, it would help a lot. Um, this person says, I just read a book by a lady who has studied trees her entire life and says she hears things hum. Um, that lady sounds crazy as fuck. <laughs> this I one from, study trees and I hum. This one from yesterday is just a random dude who said, am I going crazy or does anybody else hear a dull hum in the air all the time? Hmm. Um, and there are many that are like some version of, you know, uh, I hear this hum every night when I'm going to sleep. It sounds like a large truck, but there's nothing around. This is from three days ago. I thought maybe my neighbor had a vibrating bed, but now I'm creeped out. What is this? It's also specifically at night. So, I would be more creeped out if my neighbor had a vibrating bed. What the fuck is a vibrating bed? Well, that is creepy. Yes, I agree. Is that a thing? Uh, apparently. Why? You know, like the massaging beds from the fucking 80s or whatever, where you like, the whole bed vibrates? Yeah. It's supposed to that like shake awful. all your fucking anxiety and your Ooh, whatever gross. else. Um so I I guess I don't know. It's it's common enough that people are to this day tweeting about it and tens of thousands of people are finding this website and writing about it and um and you could see too, I, I watched a couple of videos online of people who hear it and it's interesting to watch how I don't know what the word is because I feel like it's pejorative to say crazy and I don't want to say that, but like... It is. It is pejorative. Just for the record, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but like, well, the the phrase I'm trying to say is like how crazy it drives them. Like, like they they are consumed by this sound and getting to the root of it and their inability to get to the root of it and how frustrating it is. And like these people who say like... I lose sleep. I feel weird. The the symptoms column in the um in the uh the sheet that we were reading back and forth, hella people in there are like, I get nauseous, I get dizzy, I get headaches, I can't sleep, um, I can hear it all the time. Like doesn't mean any of those things are caused by a humming sound that you hear though. No, not necessarily, but there are things that people attribute to them for whatever well, that's sure. worth. So 
whether or not they are technically caused by that or whether or not people They're certainly not. <laughs> you don't think a low humming sound can contribute to physical effects if you actually are experiencing it? Why wouldn't everyone around you be experiencing the same thing then? Well, so that's a great question. So let's get into what the fuck is causing the hum. Like it's the people you heard the people who say they have like a a Wi-Fi or an, a radio frequency allergy. Like they can't be around RF fields. The one I've heard is uh, cell phones. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. Couldn't we be wired differently, though? How? I don't know. I don't know that I wouldn't. I wouldn't claim to understand the science behind it, but I would. I would be willing to bet that there's a possibility that, in the same way that like some people can't eat peanuts or they're literally fucking die that like their brain or their blood or their organs or whatever would potentially react differently to different outside stimuli. Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Psychosomatic. The, I, don't, I don't know. Reactions the answer. are definitely a thing too though. Psychosomatic reactions are definitely a thing. I would not take away from that either. I'm just saying I wouldn't claim to like, say 100% these people are manifesting all of these things that a low frequency in your area caused by something couldn't potentially cause that for some people and not for others. Are there any examples of anyone being exposed to what we know is a low frequency sound over a long period of time and having reactions like that though? Well, I mean, the, the Cuba thing is a great example of that or Puerto Rico. Was it Puerto Rico? What? Where the diplomats had, they had the, reports of that was different though that the the assumption there is that it's high intensity at close range pointed directly at someone yes and not very it not it wouldn't be low frequency sound i thought it was low frequency sound because they couldn't actually hear it well there are high frequencies that you can't hear also anything over 20k okay so high or low frequency though i'm i'm just saying that that's not an example of what you're talking about with with people hearing a low frequency sound and then like if you can hear it we're subjected to sounds within our range of hearing all day every day yes and if you can barely hear it it's obviously not that intense true i mean it'd be if that gave you a reaction every time you listen to music you would get sick but way worse because it you listen to music way louder than a distant hum <laughs> Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're saying the the intensity level of like of yeah. that is not enough to contribute to physical uh, like ailments. Not as a, far as anyone has ever documented. Yeah, in, in the medical world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you got sick by hearing fifty hertz at a very low volume, you'd be sick all the time, regardless of where you were. True. So, Glenn on the hum info has. Play UGK at you and make you shit your pants. <laughs> I'm a soldier now. <laughs> like, it's just, that's just not My a thing. My weapon is rap songs. You get close to someone's refrigerator, you'd barf. Like, it's just not a thing that happens. Ah, oh, Dave, you barfed <laughs> on the fridge again. Every time you go get a beer, Dave, you barf on the fucking fridge. I'll get one for you. Like, it's just not possible. Glenn has three, oh, excuse me, four. Get in your buddy's car and talk radios up too loud. And just, oh, shit. Get the fuck out of the car, Dave. God. Sound sensitive ass. Go home. Literally. 
Uh, Glenn has four things that are hypotheses uh, that he believes is what is causing this number of people. Show me what you got. Number one, very low frequency radio frequencies between three hertz and 30 kilohertz uh, and possibly extremely low frequencies. Wait, say that again. Very low radio frequencies between three hertz and 30 kilohertz. That's and, a huge range, isn't it? And possibly extremely low frequencies below three kilohertz. Oh, sorry, three kilohertz and 30 kilohertz. That makes more sense. And possibly extremely low frequencies below three kilohertz are interacting with living tissue and activating human auditory systems in a way the brain interprets as sound and sometimes as perception of physical vibration, the perception of EM energy as hissing or popping sounds has already been established at higher frequencies. Electrophonic as, hearing. That shit is crazy. I wanted to talk about it. Are we going to talk about it? That's what you're describing right now. Well, I don't know what that means. It means that uh, electricity or microwaves can induce what we interpret as sound. See, but this is exactly what I'm talking about in reverse, though. Why is that not possible at a low frequency or a low humming? Because the sounds that people are describing are, well, okay. So what you're talking about, uh, it's called either microwave hearing, electrophonic hearing, or the Fry effect, because it was discovered by some guy named Fry. Consists of audible clicks uh, induced by pulsed or modulated microwave frequencies. Whoa. So it's a much, much higher frequency, and it doesn't manifest as a low audible hum. It's like a clicking or popping inside your ear. But basically, the nerves in your ear are being stimulated directly, and your brain interprets it as sound rather than your eardrum actually vibrating to create sound. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Which is cool and interesting, but wouldn't necessarily explain... Consistent, low, audible hum. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess he's saying something like in the inverse of that is a possibility. Okay. Uh, he also, number two is the world hum he believes. This is all from the hum.info. I'm, I'm reading his actual like scientific exploration with others. Uh, the hum is caused by an increasingly grand accumulation of low-frequency sound and infrasound from human activity, including example mining, marine traffic, air traffic, windmill farms, smelters, blast furnaces, freeway traffic, the general electric grid factories, and so on. That one sort of makes sense to me, except like there's definitely stuff happening around us all the time that could generate sound that we wouldn't be able to place right. physically. Infrasound, by definition, means that it's below the range of human hearing, though. Um, so he's saying it, that is then vibrating something else that's making sound? Is yeah, that I what think, he's saying? I think he's saying the accumulation of both low-frequency sound and infrasound potentially stimulating enough for us to like feel or, or hear from all of those things, I think. Okay. That one I I at least sort of buy. Okay. Number three is the world hum is the result of a terrestrial or geological process. Many geological processes can work very quickly, such as earthquakes. However, some can work over months or years like volcanoes. He says uh, that he actually has people who are digging into historical records to find evidence of the hum in 19th century England 
And if this can be solidly established that the hum has occurred in past centuries, it would be a peace confirming evidence for this theory. As in, in a time where there was less industrialization of the world, less we electronical frequencies, etc., it was still a thing that people could pinpoint. Therefore, it must be natural. Coming from the earth itself in some crazy way. Or possibly, fuck yeah, aliens are real. <laughs> it's another possible explanation. Just yeah, no, definitely. Of course, it's always a, on this show. Yeah, it's keep fucking, all our options open. You it's, know? Always a, it's always a possibility on the show. Um, and then the fourth, which I'm sure at this point is potentially your favorite. Uh, the world hum is an internal body process uh, along the lines of autoacoustic emissions and tinnitus. If the currently accepted timeline of the hum is correct, however, he finds this theory unlikely. Um, he basically... Body's vibrating? Somato sound? You got to raise your vibration, bro. You know, <laughs> and then you won't be able to hear it. You know what somato sound is? No, it sounds cool, though. It's basically the fact that we can actually hear our own internal body processes, which is everything from, like, digestion to if you are in a quiet enough room, you can actually hear your own blood pumping. So you know what else is in our neighborhood? I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. Oh, why did we do studio? it for this show? Shit. Well, because the whole point is that you you don't hear stuff in there. Yeah, There's a, Do you remember the name of the place? No, but I can look it it's up. The, it's the world's quietest room. It is rated to uh, basically no sound either gets in or um, no sound like reflects off the room. It's a it's a perfectly quiet chamber. An anechoic. It means it doesn't echo. Anti echo, but I don't know how you say it. Orfield Laboratories. Yeah, which is in like within walking distance of our studio. We should, uh, how much, you can schedule like a, a tour and time to sit in that room, right? Yeah, the uh, they hold the Guinness Book World Record, Guinness Book of World Records for the quietest room in the world. Yeah. And I think you can pay to tour the facility as well as spend 15 minutes of time in the world's quietest room. I don't think most people make it that long, do they? Uh, no one has been able to stay in the room for longer than 45 minutes. 45, okay. Yeah, because it's so quiet that you can hear your own body processes happening. And Yeah, I mean, we all can in, like, even less manufactured circumstances, but in those circumstances... It's you, enough to start really fucking with you. You can hear nothing other than, like, every sound your own body makes. Yeah. Including, like, your digestion and your blood flow. How, how much is it? Will, will a month or two of Patreon get us in there? Patreon.com <laughs> slash what if podcast. I wasn't trying to plug the Patreon. I was just... I was. Okay. Just trying to see if we could afford it. Because the, the, <laughs> the more of y'all we have, I guess the more those two cool things are shit we could do. Yeah. Orfield Laboratories. I think it was like a hundred bucks. It's like a hundred fifty bucks per person per hour. And you can only go for like an hour. Per, okay. And I think of the hour, they like tour you through the whole place and they show you like, it's like what? It's like 45 feet underground or something like that. It's Is like, it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's underground. That would make sense, I guess. Yeah. And they have a bunch of... Some pretty good insulation. So Yeah. It's like 30 feet of insulation around the entirety of the so room it's, or something crazy like it's that. It's designed for product testing primarily, right? You can... I've Yeah. I mean, that's... That's who pays them the most money. They yeah. don't. They don't make as much money doing tours. They make more money off of like 3M coming in and being like, "Yo, we've got a new pacemaker, and we need to know like how loud the pacemaker actually is when it's actually doing yeah. its work." Or even just like how loud is the fan on this computer or right whatever. And they can rate that and figure out ways to make it quieter and shit like that. 
Um, we should go do that. I don't know how to, I think fun. my hesitation in the past has been, I don't know how we translate that to interesting audio <laughs> because I mean, we, we could go record something in the world's quietest room. You guys want to just listen to nothing for, for a while. I think we could have a conversation in the world's quietest room and narrate like what we can and can't hear and, or we could yeah, go do it and then if they would let us record in there, we should, we should investigate off air. I mean, we can, <laughs> instead of this, we can click record on our iPhones while we're in there. Instead of this long drawn out production meeting we're having in the middle of Th- our episode. Thing here. about non-sound when we're talking about sound. Um, Hey, we let you guys behind the curtain. Okay. It's cause we love you. Um, turns out we don't really know what we're doing. <laughs> Can I talk about sky? Can I talk about sky trumpets yet? Oh boy, we're going there, huh? All right. So, or the world's loneliest whale. Your call. I feel like we should do the bloop in the world's loneliest whale in the same. How about this? Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about what was what were you just about to say? What the hell are we breaking for? I got to take a piece. Oh, okay, that's a good reason. What was the what was the thing? Sky trumpets. All right. Well, (laughs) should we end on sky trumpets? Because sky trumpets is let's end on sky trumpets. Sure. All right, we'll talk about the world's only as well when we get back. It's the What It Podcast. We want to hear from you. Send us a message. Email hi, that's H-I, at whatifpodcast.com. It's the world's loneliest well. He's got no friends. Swimming around the ocean looking for a pal. It's the world's loneliest whale. The 52 hertz whale. He communicates at 52 hertz. Do we just create like the best children, like children's nope. show? It's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> the 52 hertz whale communicates at 52 hertz instead of in the... You don't say. Nine, the 10 to 39 hertz range that most of his whale friends communicate at. Therefore, they can't hear or recognize him as a whale friend, and he's just out there swimming around by himself. Oh, that's fucked up. Making sub bass for no one. Oh, that's fucked up. So that's it sped up considerably because if you recall from earlier, 52 hertz sounds like this. So that's what he's actually doing, which makes it sound way sadder. But wait, are most whales even lower than that? Yeah. Okay. They're at, uh, I can't play. So he's singing too high. I can't play 10 hertz on my computer. It wouldn't do anything. He's singing too high. Yeah. And that's. Yeah. Dude. This is a totally stupid anecdote, but whatever. This reminds me of... <laughs> like, where this is going? <laughs> I saw this post on Reddit the other day that was like, what's the saddest thing you've ever seen on Reddit? And somebody commented about, apparently there was a guy who accidentally got shadow banned from Reddit. Have you heard of this? No. They have a, they have a process called shadow banning. Oh, where yeah, I'm familiar with that. Spammers, like, get yep. shadow banned, which is they yep. let them continue yeah. to use the thing so that they don't know that they're not getting but nothing you post shows up yeah. nothing you post shows up no comments you can't be upvoted or unliked or whatever yeah. apparently for some reason this dude had gotten pulled into a shadow ban sweep 
and was on Reddit for like a year and a half, like interacting and posting and commenting and couldn't figure out why like no, no one, one ever would interact to him. with him on Reddit. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's the saddest internet story ever. This dude was like commenting like, all right, guys. And like nothing. And every then he single went and dove day. into the ocean. And now he's to this day <laughs> swimming around going. No, no, it's him and the world's loneliest <laughs> whale. They became like the, like a duo of friends. <laughs> They found a duo e- of friends. They found each other. A duo of friends. A whale pack. A friend duo. A whale pack. That was all I had to say about that one. Except that it, <laughs> it means that it's it's maybe a different species of whale that we don't know about. Oh, so this whale has not been observed no, in we can't find him. solo dolo in the wild. We just hear him once in a while. We just hear him and we hear that he Ooh. is... Out. <laughs> Damn, that sounds sad as shit. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I mean, what's um, wrong with him? You don't want to go meet that guy. All the other whales have disowned him and changed his vocal cords. I don't think they changed well, his vocal maybe, cords. Maybe that's their process of disowning just uh, the t- worst whales. Tail slapped him in the throat enough yeah. times to get him to sing sadly. They're really smart, man. Probably. They probably did smart surgery on him. slash evil. That sounds fucking horrible. Well, we don't know what he did. Maybe that's their, like, that's whale prison. To... <laughs> you guys That's swim how around whales by your... shadow ban each yeah. other is by sh- like they, whipping them in the throat? throat. No, they do surgery. Come on, they're sophisticated animals. Surgery? Yeah. What kind of surgery? They alter their vocal cords. Well, how do they do that? With like you know, they they cut an incision along the side of the neck you, using using a scalpel. Duh! What the fuck kind of surgery are you doing? I I don't know. I just didn't know how whales would get access to scalpels. They make them with metal. <laughs> They're closer to the inside of the earth. They mine it from yeah, the, the right, earth. Right, like we right. Yeah. I thought you were going to go the uh, like the, they, the they, bones of their enemies route. They cut out a little section of their vocal cord and then stitch it back together to shorten the vocal cord, so which it makes, it, it makes it a higher pitch. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. And then they just blindfold them and swim away. Send them out. No, they just swim away from him. It takes a whale a long time to get a blindfold off because it doesn't have hands. <laughs> Yeah, it's but just got to swim in a circle and backwards t- <laughs> until it slides off its head. But it doesn't take them that long to tie one around the head. Of There's a bunch one. of whales doing that. They got teamwork. Oh, it's team. Yeah, team. Uh, it's the whole community comes together to when one whale is really whale fucked up. Me. No, he did something awful that we don't know about because all you can say is Ooh. <laughs> great story, bro. <laughs> great fucking story. You're bro. welcome. Um, well, speaking of the ocean. <laughs> I guess. We go, we go into the blue. How do I segue out of your fucking whale surgery story? You talk about the bloop. Uh, we talk about the bloop. What do you know about the bloop, bro? Uh, the bloop? A, a little bit. Bloop? I know that's not a giant sea monster like some people thought it was. Uh, do you know it wasn't a giant sea monster? I've heard it's not a giant sea monster. I don't really know much for sure. I like to I like to think that we don't know shit around here and that... Well, that's true. That's well documented over the last hundred or so hours of this podcast. Yeah, no, for sure. But sometimes we're extra confident in things that we don't know much about and sometimes like we're whale less, surgery. Like whale surgery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evident as evidenced by by the previous segment. Um, but yeah, man, the bloop. Do we let's play the bloop before we talk about the okay. bloop? Okay, here's the bloop. This is the bloop. There was that was it. There's another one. There it is. So that has been sped up, though. Correct. So that what you just heard, even though it sounds like it sounds like uh, when 
you know when you're in the bathtub and you like you go underwater and uh, like a bubble comes out from underneath you like that's what that sounds like you you farting in the bathtub bro every day i do cool (laughs) sounds fun all day every day no but um like it just sounds like an underwater bubble right just like yes that's it but isn't Um, it that's like way way so that that little faster than it actually was yeah that little blip is 16 times faster than what the actual sound was right when the actual sound was originally heard in the summer of 1997 it lasted for just over a minute about a minute and 15 seconds and where it was heard uh was about 1500 miles west of the south coast of chile Mm. So the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Did, did you say Chile or Chile's? A Chile's. Okay. Yeah. This was a uh, carbonation. Yeah. Was, this was a Chile's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Too many quesadillas and too much Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, let it out. Yep. Um, we've all been there. <laughs> we've, well, we've all been to Chile's, but only a couple times. <laughs> Um, NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, recorded the sound, and uh, what they recorded was recorded on, so apparently there's like these series of underwater microphone arrays. Hydrophones. Hydrophones, they call them, and actually the- Because it's a, a water microphone. Fucking genius, bro. Yeah. G- genius. What <laughs> um, they- Basically, the the biggest owner of these hydrophonic, yeah, hydrophonic right. arrays, is uh, our navy and then other countries' navies. They keep tabs on Godzilla. Keep tabs on Godzilla. Also, maybe there's uh, you know, that little pinging sound that fucking submarines make and shit. Mm-hmm. You want to mm-hmm. hear some of those? You want to know where they are? I don't think they actually make that sound. I think that's a radar thing, isn't it? Is that I don't think they're just floating around broadcasting that sound. That, that would be counterproductive. Is that Hollywood? The whole point is that a, a submarine is sneaky. That's true, but but they are there to like <laughs> detect the, the passage of ships and right. animals, and also they listen for sea monsters. They listen for earthquakes. They listen for tsunamis, all that stuff. So, um, there are two separate hydrophonic arrays. That are three thousand miles away from each other. From each other. Okay. Uh, from so, Chile's. From Chile's. Imagine going fifteen hundred miles west of the south coast of Chile, and then imagine to—I don't know what direction they were—but from that spot, three thousand miles away, there was two separate arrays that both heard this sound for a total of a minute. For perspective. That is the equivalent of driving basically from Los Angeles to uh, like St. Louis and back again. That, that distance is 3,000 3, miles. miles. Okay. That's just one of those comparisons that actually makes me more confused. Okay. Because um, I've never driven from LA to St. Louis and I'm bad at geography. Okay. I'm just, I guess what I'm trying to say is imagine. It's far. It's far as fuck. Okay, that's good. I can deal with that. Times two. Cool. But And both of those microphone arrays heard the same sound at the same time. How many people's jobs do you think it is to listen to the ocean? 
I don't know. Like, is there just a guy at a desk with headphones on listening to the ocean all day? I mean, I think the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration probably has, I would say, at least one person whose job it is to listen to the ocean. And then you just note any weird sounds that you hear throughout the day, or what? Well, I would imagine that there's probably... Who's your supervisor? The ocean. <laughs> comes crashing down around you but when you fuck already, up your it job. But it should already know what sounds it's making. That doesn't make any sense. I think I think there's probably an algorithm that understands what's in the normal range of what the ocean usually sounds like, and if and anything goes outside of that, it, it yeah, it records peaks or things that are you know different. It makes frequencies a little more sense. I was envisioning like a guy with with like headphones and a legal pad <laughs> eating but Cheetos. Your system all day probably long. is better. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think the guy eating Cheetos is the guy that gets an email that's automatically sent to him with a sound clip, like a dot wave file that says, "Here's he here's just, some weird shit that we he heard." Just tonight. check like the sea monster or not sea monster <laughs> box and then send it back. Godzilla, yes or no? <laughs> um, but think about that. Three thousand miles away. Like, like imagine. Yeah, I don't know much about how sound travels underwater. Like, okay, but imagine how sound doesn't travel. Like, imagine the concept of being able to hear something that happened in Los Angeles. Right. That yeah, that's crazy. It's insane. And then double I just don't know that if that's distance. A, I don't know if that's a good comparison or not. Or maybe it's even more crazy than that. I don't. I don't because of how sound travels underwater. Yeah. Well. I would imagine that I know that whales can communicate from really far away. Yes, Maybe not three thousand sure. miles, but and they are big and they are very loud. And I know that low frequencies travel farther and better underwater. And this sure. would have been super low, whatever it was. It would have been super low. the 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 long and the short of it is, uh, it's by far the loudest sound that's ever been detected because of the distance apart the microphone arrays were able to hear it at. Could they figure out where it came from approximately? They could not source it. So then how do they know the relative loudness if they don't know where it was coming from? Because if you could hear it from two places that were 3,000 miles apart, they know that, that there's nothing that's ever been, happened underwater that's made a sound that loud. At least that's hmm. been documented. Okay. Because that's so far away to be able to hear the same thing at the same time. But it time. could have been in between the two. You know what I mean? Sure, but it still would have been 1,500 miles away from right. each of them directly in between, and that still would have been the loudest sound they've ever actually recorded. Yeah. So I, Okay, so it was the loudest. Well, I don't know. How would you figure that out without the distance, though? What do you mean? Because that was, maybe that was only 2,000 miles away from one of them. Yeah, and I'm saying... And other sounds you've recorded could have been, like, way more than that. It could have been from 8,000 miles away and registered as a half the volume. You know I mean? How would you determine volume without knowing distance? Um, I think the, I think the biggest point is two things that far away have never recorded the same sound before. That makes sense. That, so sound never travels. Sound 3, has literally okay. never... One sound has never ever been registered in two locations that far apart in the history of the world. That makes sense. So they they heard this thing for fucking 80 seconds, and that was it. They have no idea. It's a reptilian. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, they looked into natural causes. Icequakes. Uh, so icequakes is one conversation that was had about the bloop which is essentially that uh, 
similarly to tectonic plates moving in the core of the earth, uh, giant glaciers and ice bodies rubbing against each other could potentially create super low frequency things, especially with their bases being underwater and could create sounds like that. Isn't that what Noah eventually settled on? That's what they said. It's conspiracy not, is a foot. Tum, tum, tum. I mean, it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not necessarily widely accepted because people feel like, um, to this day that would be, well, first of all, off the coast of Chile, what they're saying is that would have to have happened in Antarctica and it would have had to go pretty fucking far away from Antarctica for there to be like documented glacial bodies that could rub against each other. Okay. So people who's saying like, this? Just people who people who fight like I read people who are like, yeah, that's the official explanation, but that doesn't necessarily solve for all fields kind of thing. Cause this dude, a seismologist from NOAA, said the frequency and time duration characteristics of the bloop signal are consistent and essentially identical to icequake signals we've recorded off Antarctica. Right, but I think that I think the difference here was how long it how long it lasted and how far away from Antarctica it was. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not yeah. saying it's not possible. That, I'm just saying some people are like, eh, I'm not necessarily fully convinced. Yeah. And some people, I would just tend to agree with the dude who like does that for a living. Yeah, no doubt. I'm not, guy, I'm not questioning Bill. him for sure. Uh, some people also want to say that maybe it's the biggest, uh, the biggest mammal under the water that we haven't actually discovered. They think it's like a potential that there's ten or fifteen whale, like they whale ran, times a hundred beings underwater. They in ran into oceans. the ice wall. They found the edge. They found the edge. Oh God, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even accept that as a joke because it just hurts my head and heart so much. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of those giant sea monsters, but they just, like, they weren't expecting it, and they just, boom, bumped into the, the ice wall at the edge of the earth. It's like captive animals just hitting the, right, hitting the yeah. glass thinking they're still swimming. A little bit. Boop. The blue. Sounds right. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. I'd say that one's solved. I, I I guess I can see that Mega Whale hit the the ice wall. Oh, Mega Whale hit the ice wall. Okay, mm, got it. Yeah. I thought you I thought you meant with the ice quakes. I was like, I mean, yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, is it sky trumpet time? What do you know about sky quakes before we get to sky trumpets? Mysterybooms.com. Oh, oh, I wanted to bring shit. this up earlier. What is the least or what's the shadier website? Uh, like. What, what the fuck is it called? Domain? What's the, the dot com or the dot net or the dot extension? Is um, t- they have a, it's like TL. Whatever. What's shadier, dot biz or dot info? Um, Both are supposed shadier? to convey like professionalism and data and business. But instead, like nothing other than I a dot com. I trust both of them does. way less than a dot com. Well, which I, maybe says something about me and. The United States of America. <laughs> Fair. And capitalism. <laughs> to me, the dot biz is always funnier. Well, dot biz that's, is hilarious. That's why I bought robotgrandma.biz and just redirected just, it to our website because right. robotgrandma.biz is a very hilarious thing. It's the to equivalent exist. of when like a rapper puts CEO in their LinkedIn profile. Yes. Or or when people who just like make I'm art. I'm the CEO of my own person. Yeah. That's or, my title. Or people who make art just are like 
I'm the creative director at my own name. Of like, my house. You are, like, not what you? A, you are not a creative director. I'm That's the not CEO how that works. of this apartment. <laughs> Bitch. What's, what's up? <laughs> Fuck with your boy. Dude, everybody is their own CEO. Like, right. yes, you make decisions for right. yourself. That's what we all do. Right. You, you, you manage a team of one. Yes. Great, great work. <laughs> your own person. <laughs> a lot of executive decisions being made here. Um, what were we talking about again? <laughs> You were going to tell me about mysterybooms.biz? Oh, I, just, I just yelled mysterybooms.com. I'm sorry. You were oh. going to talk about Skyquakes. Okay. Is that, is it, wait, is that a real website? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Did I, you I visited, go there? Yeah, I visited today. Oh, that's tight. Well, I wasn't really going to talk about them, but I mean, I, th- I feel like Skyquakes is a good precursor to... Sky Trumpets? Sky Trumpets. Oh, okay. You didn't have anything about... Yeah. Sky, I mean, I, 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 I don't do, really understand what it is. Let's, let's you know what? The, you Seneca, know what? the Seneca guns... The fuck did you just say? There, skyquakes have names in a bunch of different cultures and societies for oh, loud, that. cracking sounds That's that pretty sound awesome. like artillery that come out of nowhere on like cloudless and non-thunderstormy days and go back as far as 1805 when Lewis and Clark wrote a journal entry documenting what they say sounds like six-pound cannonballs being fired yeah. And them having no idea where they were coming from or why, and knowing that there were no cannons in the area. So I'm I'm gonna read from mysterybooms.com for a second. <laughs> Fan fucking test. For centuries, a variety of different sounds classified as mysterious noises, cool classification, have been documented around <laughs> the world. Such noises are often likened to thunder-like booms or explosions, and in many instances, the sounds remain unexplained, though a number of suggestions have been made as to what their causes may be. Are mystery booms a new phenomenon? Despite much attention the subject has received since 2014, loud noises of unexplained origins have been commonly reported throughout history. The term Seneca guns has been used in reference to reports of loud booms reported for decades along North Carolina's Outer Banks. Yep. The nickname, however, has its roots further north, where similar mystery noises have been reported around New York's Catskill Mountains near near the vicinity of Lake Seneca. There you go. Yeah, man. Pretty weird and pretty interesting. So, yeah, I guess the the sh- long and short of that is, like, no one really knows, but there might be some atmospheric conditions that create weird sounds. We might not always know when uh, airplanes or other things are breaking the sound barrier. Uh, there's a thing called frost quakes that I've heard about, too, where at certain times of the year... The ground can thaw and freeze and thaw and freeze in a way that can create fairly loud cracking noises. And or tree explosions. Uh, maybe. Yeah. You know something about trees exploding? Boy. What's up? <laughs> uh, what that's, the fuck are trees? I mean, I, I guess I can infer what that is, but how does it happen? It's the exact same concept that you're talking about of the freezing and thawing and freezing and thawing and the expanding and contracting of trees, but often if there are trees that have cavities in them in any way. We always can, wanted to try that when we were younger. And make a tree blow up? Yeah. Tight. <laughs> we, we figured if you found like one of a, a dead tree or a, a tree with a hole in it during the winter, you could just go keep pouring water in there. Until it became and ice. It would, yeah, and then when it all broke away, you'd have an ice tree. Oh, is that how that works? I think so. Okay. <laughs> if you just pump a hollow tree full of water in the winter, um, you make yourself an ice tree. It's definitely like, 
It's definitely a thing, though. Exploding trees in the wintertime is a thing that is documented. Just because there's so much water contained in a, in a tree naturally? And, and that they expand and contract? As it heats and cools throughout really? the winter, the cavities can actually make them pop open. I feel like evolution shouldn't have allowed a plant that randomly explodes to exist three trillion times on our planet. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it, I don't think it's like that frequent, but I think it can happen. But, but I don't think it would, I don't think it would accommodate for what sounds like fucking cannon fire occurring that regularly. Pete has just been texting me like one curse word at a time about Jeff Teague. I assume the wolves are not doing very well. Oh shit, we're playing right <laughs> I've now. I've gotten like eight texts while God we've been recording. Hi <laughs> Pete, we love you. All right, Sky Trumpets, and then we're out of here to go watch this shitty basketball team lose again. You. Trumpet-like alien sound is finally heard in the UK after being a worldwide mystery for almost a decade. Cool headline, but listen to this shit. All right, we've been hearing these noises outside. Oh. I love this dude's narration too. Oh my god, I can't believe I just got that. Yeah, we've been hearing these noises for about five, ten minutes or something like that. We're in town. There's House of Fraser over there. I hope you can hear this. Bro, we can hear it. It's really loud. Yeah, it's violent. So that's that's one example. Do you have do you have others of sky trumpets in yeah, general? Yeah. I mean, the thing. Uh, you like as in you want me to play one? Well, um, yeah, if you got a good one, you said you found a couple that were were real weird and unexplainable today. I think so. The thing that's like weird about these is it's pretty easy for people to... Most of them are probably fake. Fake this? Yeah, of course. Because it's a lot just of people... add in some audio or swap out some audio. Yeah, it's a lot of people who, who just like shove their camera out the window and go, can you guys hear this? And then it, and then it happens. You want to make one? Yes. Well, you could... <laughs> Tell, you could tell me the video so you don't just hold your laptop up to the microphone. Well, I don't know. <laughs> this one is called? called Strange Sounds in Germany 4.04.2015. Strange Sounds in Germany 4.04.2015. Here we go. Well, there's like a possessed looking kid standing in the street too. This video sucks. It's creepy. It's further away, but you can hear it. You know German? Mm -mm. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> no, I wasn't translating. I was saying you can hear... It's totally different than the other <laughs> video. I'm saying it's further away, but you can hear it. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I like that you presumed the fact that I could potentially I like, know Whoa. German. Ryan knows German. Ryan just impressed the fuck out of me. Yeah, I don't know, man. The the Earth makes weird sounds. It's probably aliens, but maybe not. It's probably aliens, but maybe not. No, look, <laughs> fuck yeah, I, aliens are real. I think go go. So the thing with the sky trumpets thing is there are some of these videos online that actually seem like they might be real, and there are people who have like there's a woman who documented this, and you can see her quest to try to explain it. She went to 
Uh, she like wrote letters to local factories and was like, are you sharpening, are you like, making trumpets? giant blades? Are you are testing you, trombones are in you, your factory? Are you creating like giant sized trumpets and testing them? Um, some of them are very obviously fake, but they've been happening for a long time. Like, I feel like if it was a fad of people making fake versions of these, it would have maybe like died out a little bit, but they've been coming online for like 10 years now. So that to me is kind of interesting i don't know i mean you know i guess if fucking sasquatch was real then oh, somebody sent me a blah, video blah, blah. today of some sasquatch sounds that they want us to play on the pod oh yeah well we might as well while we're hearing weird things in the world <laughs> hey if you guys have a weird things uh that you've heard story send us an email at hi at whatapodcast.com do, do you remember who it was um, I can pull it up. Our whole email is just fucking Illuminati comments on our blog now. It's it's gone it's gone off the deep end. It wasn't Super Bowl guy. Um, it wasn't. Oh, here we go. It was, it was this werewolf guy. I got it. Show me what you got, Bigfoot. I left my camera out in the woods to see if I could get Bigfoot. This is what I found instead. Georgia, two thousand thirteen. Just him off camera. That's all it would take. That was pretty good. That's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> this one's eight and a half minutes long, so I don't know. Uh... So hang on, for, hang on to your butts, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back with you in eight and a half minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll post the link to it if you guys want to check it out. It's called Screaming Sounds in the Woods. Rocks thrown at camera. What? I don't know. I don't know how many uh I don't know many people sound like that because I've never heard anybody sound like that before. Oh. I'm looking for the rocks oh. being thrown. I don't see it. <laughs> all right. Um all right. Well, if you got any crazy stories you guys want to share with us, please do uh Hi at whatitpodcast.com for all that stuff. Thanks to Andrew B for for an intro in the show today. You're listening to the What If Podcast with Spencer Worth Davis and Ryan Copperud. Oh, Fuck yeah, yeah. Aliens, aliens are real. real. Uh thanks for that. If if anybody does want to submit one, we weren't joking. Like you <laughs> if, if they're funny and or sound good. And or sound good, we'll we'll you can intro the show. Otherwise we'll defer back to you, Andrew or British Lady, interchangeably <laughs> until we have a catalog of like five hundred and then we'll just go with any of them so i'm gonna make a theme song for next week enough people said they want a theme song i won't do it permanently maybe unless it's great then i will we'll, we'll give it a shot and if it works it works and if not and we get bored yeah, then you we'll guys mix can, it up you guys can vote on if you hate it or not because all we've ever done is gonna be bigfoot screams for 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> with a beat underneath it <laughs> no no just various harmonizing bigfoot screams just just pitch it up and down and layer yeah. it and like auto-tuned bigfoot a, coming at you next week the sasquatch chorus <laughs> Brought to you by the What If Podcast. I'm going to um, auto-tune some Bigfoot screams, though, just for good measure. Oh, strong. Yeah. Like that. Uh-huh. Yep. Got to. Uh, well, on that note, you have that to look forward to <laughs> next week. Auto-tune, auto-tune Bigfoot screams. Uh, 
Outside of that, hi at whatifpodcast.com and uh, go get your Robot Grammar t-shirts. Them shits is out there and people are digging. We out of here! We'll see you next week. Love you guys. We'll be back next week with another episode of the What If Podcast. Learn more at www.whatifpodcast.com.